A comic I got to check out was Back to the Future, Citizen Brown, by the same people who did Back to the Future, Bob Gale and Al Silvestri. Dude, a comic continuation of the Back to the Future story. Based so, on Doc Brown? Not just Doc Brown. Mm. Uh, Doc's involved, Marty's involved, the Tannins are involved, the, everyone's in the sucker. They've paid attention to some of the things that have become like, what the hell, why the hell did this happen? And worked those in the story. So is this the family, like, after the first one when they're, like, more well off? That's where they start. Okay. But this is more about Doc not being able to stop screwing with the past than Marty messing up. Well, he, like, messed it up for the good, though, I think. His family wasn't white trash anymore, it was like... Well, they're always going to be white trash. (laughs) Sure. Marty was definitely involved, but he wasn't the catalyst in the story. Doc is the catalyst in the story. And they just kind of worked Jennifer out of the third movie, didn't they? They just kind of knocked her out and left her on a bench. Yeah, she wasn't, yeah. 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 This story starts off like, Marty, I need your help! And Jennifer's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Marty, are you going to help this crazy old man again? He's like, well, yeah, he's my friend. He's, fr-. he's like, no, no, I want no part of this. I'm out. And, and she's just ghost. That's how it starts off. She's like, screw you guys, I'm going home. But yeah. React to that versus just have her there with nothing to do. Sure. It's kind yeah. of struggle to the character. It's struggle to the reader. Good way to and explain then, it. You're out of here. You know? Yeah. Gotcha. The book itself then goes into the general back to the future trope of Doc needs something done. Marty does things for for Doc, and I, it took me a while to realize this. I is think. it like a is the DeLorean still there too? The DeLorean. So there. is it like a storyline based on like oh this thing doesn't work? It's out of gas. There's no plutonium in the century. No, no, like that, no. This know? is this is this is more. Oh, you know what this is like? Do you remember that episode, the Treehouse of Horror episode of The Simpsons, where Homer kept going back in time with the toaster? Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's What's like, a donut? Look, kids, it's raining again. <laughs> this was yes. This was very much in line with that, where he goes, where someone goes back in time, does the thing that's supposed to fix the timeline. They go back to the future, and then something else is screwed up. So we got to go back again, fix this, and then go back, and then return. Something else is screwed up, and keep going back and forth. Or then we the butterfly effect, which no one saw. Oh, uh, oh, I I saw the butterfly effect. That, don't, that's not a thing to admit out loud. No, don't it's, say that. People are, have, people are judging you over in Japan right now. Oh, boy. And that, that judgment's just going to get bigger and more heinous as it comes out. Okay, well, the actual premise is, let me read down the synopsis. <clears throat> Time traveling into comics directly out of Telltale's 2010 smash hit episodic video game, Back to the Future, The Game. Uh, adapted to comics at last, is what they say in their propaganda, but not propaganda, media hype. Um, when an empty time-traveling DeLorean suddenly shows up in 1986, Marty McFly quickly learns that his friend, Dr. Emmett Doc Brown, is stranded in 1931 and possibly in mortal danger. That's pretty much where the whole big mystery and drama uh, storyline wrap up. And I thought this would be a whole big thing where Marty's going back in time and picking up clues and finding out what's happened to Doc, and it would be like a whole L.A. noir detective-type setup. He goes back, he meets Doc, Doc knows what's up, and then just starts giving him tasks. I think the whole thing, the whole relationship between them is starting to develop into kind of like a non-sexual white slavery thing. <laughs> it's, it's just... It's, so Doc this. needs stuff that he can't get himself or won't get himself, and then so he sends out to it all seems younger, very convenient more all. Yeah, it's, it's like, I need you to do this for it's me. Like it's like, why can't NPC. you do it yourself? Because I'm, 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 the, I'm, 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 the, I'm the smart guy. I'm the, I'm the thinker. Have what do you mean? this hair? I can't go out too long. Yeah. yeah. I'm still wearing this jumpsuit. Yeah. What this does is, um, I like the play out of the story. I like the way it was written. But then again, it was written by the original guy. So if you like Back to the Future, you might actually dig this as well. Uh, the only thing that got me was the fact that it makes it, it has no problem with stamping over uh, established uh, uh, plot lines that you come to like, you've come to know and appreciate as the logical uh, and happy ending mm-hmm. of Back to the Future. 
this is it, it suffers greatly from what I what I call uh, Ocean's Twelve syndrome. You know, where they had an established story, you wrapped it up neatly, everyone's satisfied with the ending, but you felt the need to go back over that and negate it. You know, so we had a happy ending at the end of Back to the Future Three. You know, there's a train involved now. You know, little kid pointing at his crotch. It was amazing. Mm. And now, the, actually, that didn't. The happen. hoverboard That's more. Is yeah, yeah. That hoverboard and eighteen. <clears throat> so it was satisfactory. This goes back over that. And now there's like new cannons in, in the mix. You know, now there's like old school, like 1930s gangsters. But it's not as interesting as you might think. Now there's some um, random. It feels like a throwaway episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. You know, hey, we got stuck on the holodeck and weird stuff happened, but it, none of it's actually canon. No. Um, it feels like this was just a poor excuse to get some throwaway stories that they probably brainstormed in the uh, in the storyboard phase uh, and wrote Sounds out. Sounds like a young Indiana Jones type thing, too. Yeah, if this know? was if this was a TV show, I would watch it. Be- well, okay, if this was a TV show, not that Back to the Future cartoon show. No, like a, no, a, right. Yeah, but a live action, they've got access to a time machine. You know, they do funny stuff. It'd be, they, they could make it like a Warehouse 13 with time travel. You know, I'm surprised like this isn't a property that hasn't been picked up for, like, a TV show because there's so many stories you could do, you know what I mean? You go back in time limitless. for so much. Yeah, There is, but so. I, I would like to see, I'd like to see them branch out. And the fact that this stayed specifically on Doc's storyline, on Marty's storyline, and the Tanner storyline, and that's what kept getting altered throughout history. Not even, like, in an, in an Elseworlds fashion, but just, so, so-and-so's got green hair, they can't have green hair, we gotta go back and fix it. Yeah. Now they got blue hair, and they can't have blue hair. I just realized, when I said green hair, Amy perked up. I have green hair! Yeah, alright, well, that was fun. Um, basically, what it comes down to is, if you're a hardcore Back to the Future fan, I would recommend this, but don't expect to be completely satisfied. If you're not, it's an interesting story. Get it if you've got a couple extra bucks in your pocket, but not so if you're like really a, It's probably like an older story. It was geared to a more an older demographic. Yeah, probably, this this, this was I mean, this so. was fan service out the waz. This yeah. was one big like self suck to the uh, to the original creators. Like, look what we can do with property that everyone loves because we're the. You know, we're the proprietors of this. We're the men, yeah. Yeah. Um, this isn't like a new operation taking up the license. This is them saying, you know what? Yeah, let's tell more stories with this. And it kind of unravels some of the original love I had for Back to the Future. Right. It's like if Back to the Future 2 was the ongoing series. Oh, okay. It's... Nah, I'm, I was going to get really inside. I was going to say <laughs> it's like if they made a Stargate SG-1 version of based off of Back to the Future 2. If they yeah, made it off of Back to the Future, it's a little cool. too esoteric. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, this is the level of nerdism we're talking here. 